Hey, it's Haley. Um, this is my very first podcast ever, first of all, and second of all, first episode of this series. And today we have a great guest, Jude Harvey. It's actually his birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Mrs. Haley. Yeah. I appreciate the opportunity. Introduce yourself. Um, how old are you turning? I'm Jude, 21. English major, junior at Georgia College, and uh, you know I love ranting and raving about things. So, perfect podcast is perfect for that, right? You know, I think we should just hop on into the topic. Hop, hop on into the topic. Yeah, what okay. would you? What are you talking about so today? Let, let me, let me, let me ask you a question. Haley. Yes, I'm all yours. What is one of the most powerful emotions a human can experience? And don't say love. Probably anger, anger fear, fear. Um. Horniness? One more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're not? Okay, none of those answers are wrong, but what I was looking for is guilt. Okay? Oh, yes. And today we will be exploring how, especially, this new wave belief is meant to shelter people from guilt and therefore the consequences of their actions. Now, I don't think I have to explain to you who has... You have a TikTok, right? Yes. Yeah. Basically, probably everyone who's, who's listening to this has some sort of TikTok. You've seen the astrology people oh yeah and the crystal people mm -hmm. and the um tarot you know what tarot cards are yeah tarot cards yeah most most people know what that stuff is well this isn't a new phenomenon right yeah. you know it's it's new wave religion and religion for literally thousands of years has tried to excuse people from this guilt and i know especially because i went to catholic school for 12 friggin years can i curse Sure. I went to Catholic school for 12 years and went to church basically every single day. And I can tell you that Catholicism and Christian approach to sin and guilt is probably not what it should be. Because in Catholicism, when you do something bad, what you do is you go, you go and tell a priest. He goes, you know, he, puts his, he puts his hand over you and goes, no, 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 something, 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 some prayer. He goes, you're absolved of your sins. And, but I will say, they give you, they give you penance. But 90% of the time, it's not actually making up for the bad things you've done. It is simply like saying a prayer yeah. or something. And I know the... Um, you pay for your sins to go away, basically. You pay, well, you don't pay. You pray. And I pray mean, and pay. You pray and pay. What do you pay with? Money. Money? No, you don't pay with money. You don't sometimes pay, you, don't sometimes pay you pay. Sometimes think, you pay them. I think there's a guy named Martin Luther that got really mad about that yeah. and made it illegal to do that. But speaking of Martin Luther, all the other the Christian don denominations, they think, or they, I won't say they think, they have it where the priest is, there isn't a middleman. The priest isn't a middleman. You confess your sins directly to God, and he forgives you. Hmm. So there's not even any penance there. Now, now, I'm not, this isn't just a bash organized religion, okay? I don't come on, I didn't want to come on here to oh, do that. Man. Because, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Maybe another day, but a lot of older organized religions do have an emphasis on like community outreach, right? Like helping, you know, the poor, like all these tenants, even, you know, Eastern and Western religions have that. But, but this new wave really does not and so much about excusing your actions because 
think about it. If you, like with astrology, your moods are dictated by the movement of planets and, and stars. Yeah. Now, that's funny because stars don't actually move. It's just the Earth rotating and moving. Stars don't move. No. So it's just, it's just the illusion of movement. So, again, that's actually probably a pretty good analogy. It's, it's an illusion. So the stars never align ever? They, no, they never align. The Earth just moves. Stars the Earth don't... Earth just makes them align. Yeah, it's, it's perspective-based. Yeah. You know? It's, it's perspective-based based on the Earth's um, circumnavigation around the sun and it's spinning on its axis. But, but astrology says, you know, depending on where the planets are and where the stars are, that's how you're going to feel and that's how you're going to act. So therefore, if you accept that, and I will say a lot of people just kind of like astrology as a concept. They're like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, here's my horoscope. I'm a Capricorn. There, yep, see. But some people legitimately believe this and I think it's growing and that's what scares me is because people want a lot of people use religion in general to excuse themselves from being shitty people in the sense that they can either be forgiven or it's not actually them that's doing it right it's the movement of the planets and the stars and with astrology specifically you have horoscopes which kind of predict your future and that also relieves you of the burden of deciding your future. And that can be, you know, detrimental for many reasons. Because if you're suddenly just like, oh, this is how my future is going to be. You're not going to try to change it. You're not going to try to change it for the better. You could end up in a really shitty place. Exactly. But, you know, back to the, back to the guilt. Tarot cards. Again, a lot of these overlap. Although it's kind of funny because it contradicts. Like a lot of people will be into astrology and crystals and kind of tarot readings. But astrology is supposed to predict your future, and so are tarot cards, so I don't know which one they listen to. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. If something predicts your future or predicts your mood, then you're excused from it, right, basically? Mm. So I think it's become an overwhelming problem because once these people are excused, they can act like that. They can act kind of not not like, I don't want to say terrible people, but maybe... Not the best versions of themselves, right? Yeah. They're, they're not going to act maybe like they should, you know? Because it is, it's, it's, I mean, again, guilt is a powerful thing, right? You don't, you don't want to feel guilty. If I'm like, you know, if I've had a bad day and I'm kind of crabby and, you know, you say, oh, hey, Jude, how are you doing? And I snap at you and go, I'm fine. And you're like, I'm just a Scorpio. That's, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a Scorpion on the moon, you know? <laughs> the Scorpions in retrograde. Um, but yeah, that's not... It's not. It's not right. You yeah. Know, I should. I should take responsibility and say, "Sorry, Haley. Sorry, I snapped at you. I'm not a scorpion. I'm a human being with free will, not dictated by planets." Um, and tarot cards follow this as well. You basically just pick cards out of a deck, which, by the way, was like invented in like the 15th century. Most of these, besides astrology, astrology is probably one of the oldest beliefs on, in in the world. It's like goes back to like two millennium BC. Right. But tarot wow. cards are relatively new. And they're originally playing cards. Just like literally just like a deck of 52 cards. But they came about in like the 15th century. And then only later, like 100 years later, were they actually used for like predicting the future. So imagine someone like... Imagine someone like pulling out a bingo game and using it to predict your future. <laughs> That's basically what it is. It would literally be like someone... Pulling out shoots and ladders and saying like, ah, you see, in a week, 
you will have a great spiritual awakening because so, the snake is leading down. That would basically be it. That's kind of lit, though. That's, I mean, okay, look, if it was actually <laughs> true, then, like, yeah, sure, it's... I wouldn't believe it, but I love to be entertained. Love to be entertained. See, and that's the thing. It's entertaining to a lot of people. Like, the concept of your future getting predicted is entertaining in and of itself, right? Because we don't really have... We don't have real knowledge of the future. We can make predictions. We can make educated predictions. Tarot is not an educated prediction. Yeah, I mean, but. if someone was like, you see that ladder? You see how it loops a little bit? That means you're going to graduate college. That means you're going to graduate college. You know? And also, imagine like Sister Nina down the road. Who? She, I was just saying like... Oh, I was that your example. Oh, Sister... Sister Nina takes out the board game of life, and she was like, this is the game of life. This is the game of life. This oh is God. the game of life. That would be... I hope that happens one day, really. I really I, hope... The, if, we, if we're not all dead in 40 years, I really hope someone, someone does that with the game of life like they do tarot. Um... And then there's the third, the third kind of thing. Again, ninety percent of the time, these aren't actual like real structured beliefs. They basically just like pick and choose from either like pagan beliefs or occult or just like I guess board games, right? Board games, and they just kind of mix them all together and they form this complex of honestly lunacy, mm -hmm. where they firmly believe that their actions are not their own. And now, even worse aspect of this, what I, what I find is the worst offender for multiple reasons, not only in the terms of excusing yourself from your actions, um, it's crystals, you know, heal, healing crystals. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you're into like tarot cards and even astrology, like a pack, of, I, I looked it up, like a, like a pack, of per, uh, pack, of paro, pack of tarot cards costs like $16 on Amazon, mm -hmm. like 16 bucks. But crystals are generally like semi they're called semi-precious like amethyst or quartz they can be pretty expensive and oh, yeah. and supposedly like the better quality the crystal is the more powerful or better it works so yeah. you're peddling snake oil to 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 people and it's it's literally a scam right it's literally a scam not only that but a lot of a lot of places that like mine these gems Use child labor. So you're getting your fake magic rocks from the blood of children. But anyway, back to the topic. Crystals are more like excusing yourself for your health, which is, I think, less of a problem because it's not really affecting other people until you start pushing it on other people as a legitimate way to cure an ailment. Then it becomes more immoral than any of these things because then suddenly you're like, hey, buy this magic rock and it'll cure you. And, you know, maybe you'll feel like you've been cured. You know, the placebo effect is a powerful thing. It's a real thing, you know? Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times it's very, you know, it's very mental, right? The pain goes away. But if you're like, if you get like stage three lung cancer and you're like, I feel great. You know, mm -hmm. you're not great. You're not great, my guy. You're going you're gonna to be dead in a week or I don't, I don't know anything about lung cancer, but. I mean, for crystals, with my own personal experience, I can tell you it's very mental and I think it only helps with um, mental illness specifically like anxiety with the placebo effect you trick yourself into thinking that it's helping you so it's actually grounding you and it's like a stimulant I guess like you know like stem for people with autism and stuff yeah sure if it if you 
trick yourself enough, it works. So I think that's why a lot of people like use that. I don't know. That's where my opinion is coming. You know, I, I can see that. And again, I don't have, I don't, I don't have any problem with anything a person believes. You can believe the absolute craziest bullshit on the planet. I don't have a problem with it, no matter how like logical or illogical it is. Like I, I don't care what people believe. The problem comes about when it affects other people in a negative way. Yes. Right. And there are very, sometimes that's that's quite minor. Sometimes it can be quite major, you know, if if a person is really struggling, uh, maybe like with their health in a certain way, and they get like looped into this crystal scam, then they've spent so much money and are literally worse off. And with the, the astrology and tarot stuff is a little more minor, but I do think it's kind of breeding this idea that your actions aren't your own. And therefore, the consequences of your actions aren't your own. And I think that's that's really dangerous because people, I mean, you know, people do that with religion, you know, all the time. They want something to blame. Like, typically, you know, in, in Christianity, a lot, a lot of times it's the devil. People will, very, very religious Catholics and Christians will a lot of the time straight up just attribute their sin to, like, the devil. And I remember hearing this story one time this really disturbing story of um, uh, it was one of my friends in high school and she was talking about how this like old guy who was very Catholic was like oh yeah I, I don't want to be like left alone with like pretty young girls because you never know what the devil will make you do yeah and it's very it's not it's not it's I'm sure it's complex like in their mind that a figure is literally kind of tempting them to do it but in that way they're not resolving the issues inside themselves kind of throwing a blanket over it yeah and that's not what we should encourage as a society right yeah like therapy is there and therapy is a valuable resource my dude maybe you should try it um not so much think of it as a temptation, figure out your own issues. <laughs> yeah, figure out your own issues. Uh-huh. Right? But see, the problem, the reason people don't see it sounds like the reason people don't do that is because it's work. It's a lot of times it's hard work to deal with your own personal issues. No one's perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We have our own like things we we struggle with. Like I'm, I consider myself a little too cynical at sometimes. Like, and I'll kind of look at something someone's enjoying, and be like, that's f- stupid. Yeah. And then I I, I, I try to check myself and be like, hey, that's something they're enjoying. It's not hurting anyone. Just let them enjoy it. You know, yeah. that's something I struggle with. And I, you know, I'm not going to say the devil makes me cynical because it's not. It's just like some part of me, you know, but it's again, a little quirk, a little, a little quirk. quirk. <laughs> it's a little quirk. <laughs> we all have them. Yeah. But we should encourage as a society to work on these things and to fix these things and to be and to be open about it too because a lot of the time they're like they're quite embarrassing and you know and people don't want to talk about people don't want to talk about their flaws at all you know people don't want to talk about why they're short with people or why they're angry or why they're upset they want something easy and whether that's like you know conventional religion you know if you want to blame some sort of figure for you know sin or bad things that you do that's so much easier, right? That's so much easier. And then it's even easier to get forgiveness for that sin in a way that takes virtually no effort. 
Um, now, again, I'm, I'm being kind of reductive in terms of like, you know, religion and faith, because again, a lot of religions do, a lot of organized religions emphasize atonement in terms of like getting right with the person you've wronged. But there is this avenue that, like, I can speak from experience that, like, the times I did go to confession as a kid, it was very rarely that I was actually supposed to, like, go up to a person I was maybe a little mean to or lied to and, like, apologize, at, like, at the very least, apologize. There was, ne- there was almost never any, like, do something nice for them. It was basically just a podcast. It wasn't conflict resolution. It was five Hail Marys. It was. That's exact. Oh my God. That should, that should be on a t-shirt. But exactly. And that's something I have a problem with. And again, I'm not really talking about old organized religions because a lot of the time, I'm sure they've kind of figured out that this is maybe a problem. And so they've, they, they do kind of shift to this whole, you know, again, community outreach and getting right with the person you've wronged but but the, the new age the new, this new wave of, of crystals and astrology and whatnot is very adamant in not accepting um responsibility for their actions and also placing attributes upon someone else you know if you're a I, I don't I only know the basic ones like the the Virgo and the Libra Libra and the Capricorn but there's I know there's like subsections of them and it's like if you're if you, uh, if, you yeah. are, if you are this if you are this thing then you are this way and of course it's really easy to generalize because you'll see people be like oh yeah I have a friend that's like that but you know it's, it's general traits like this person is angry sometimes I'm like oh my god they totally are they are angry sometimes that's <laughs> insane um, and like I've noticed when people ask me my star sign and I'm like, oh, I'm a Capricorn. And they're like, oh, I usually hate Capricorns. And then they have this preconceived notion of me mm-hmm. without even getting to know me. Exactly. And I'm like, come on, give me a chance. And now they're like, oh, you're the only Capricorn I like. And I'm like, really? Thank you for giving me a chance. Yeah, it's so weird. It's, it's not, it's even worse because it's completely fabricated. It's not even like saying, uh, like... This is, this is, we're going to tread on some dangerous ground here, but it's not even like saying like, oh, I'm, here, let, let's go with the least depressed race of all time, Italians. It's like saying I'm Italian, and then and then it pops into your head like the, a list of preconceived notions about Italian people, right? Oh, uh, you're a mobster. This, this, yeah, yeah, it's going to get playfully anti-Italian, but I think people will understand that who are listening, like, you know, pasta, hand motions... Mamma Mia. Gabagool. You know, you know, Gabagool. That, that all kind of like, you know, pops in your head and you're like, oh, that's, you know, maybe the way this person is going to be. That's who right. you are. Exactly. But that, again, a lot of those things are based in some sort of reality. Generally, it's exaggerated reality or kind of half truth. But saying that if you're a Capricorn, like Haley said, you're going to act a certain way, then you're judging someone else you're not even then then we're past we're past personal responsibility and guilt we're all of a sudden judging people on again something that that doesn't exist this is all i would also like to emphasize that this is pseudoscience you can you can look any of this stuff up and it it is pseudoscience again the placebo effect like you said is a real thing and it can help people but it doesn't always work though it does not always work. No, it's not. It's not 
any type of actual physical healing. If you have a physical ailment, please go to a doctor. Yes, and please. Not, um, also, essential uh, essential oils. Essential oils are kind of part of that, right? Yeah. You know, it's this um, the like the move away from Western medicine into weird unknown territory and that's kind of how they get you right it's not because i'm not a doctor you're not a doctor so you can't if someone says like you know okay well how do essential oils not work i can't really explain the intricacies of the human body right i can i generally know how things work but i can't say like oh, it definitely doesn't work, and here's the proof I have. I'm sure I could probably find proof, but again, a lot of these things are based in, like, un unprovable, unprovable concepts. Like, I was, I was looking up the, the crystal stuff, because, you know, you gotta do your research, obviously. And the way it was described is that you place crystals on certain parts of your body, and then it generates an energy field. Mm-hmm. And so it's again, it's not, it's not, it's not something physical, right? It's not something you can see or even measure. You can't measure it because it's not actual energy. You can measure energy, obviously, in a million ways, but you can't measure this energy. It's like spiritual energy. It's healing energy. It gets converted into healing energy and then heals you. And you can't. It's it's funny, right? It, you can't disprove it because it doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, it's like the uh, it's a. Par I'm sure that's some sort of paradox that has a name. You can't disprove it because it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that's some sort of paradox. But again, that's that's a lot. That's what a lot of people would kind of try to trick you up with. Is like you can't prove it's not a thing. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of right, but it's a it's a fallacy. You kind know? of like aliens. Kind of like aliens. Now we could get we, you we know, could get into aliens. Another thing about aliens. I don't, I don't think, I don't think intelligent life exists. Honestly, I don't know. You want, you want to just detract from the entire conversation and talk about aliens? Um, I love to talk about aliens. Um, there's like a little, 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 little box in my mind little box. that holds the possibility for them, but I just don't think they're going to come anytime soon. If they do, I'll be shocked to my core. Hmm. But I, I will leave an open space for the possibility. I'm honestly shocked at how many people think that we could even guess to communicate with aliens. There's a there's a movie I think there's a movie kind of about that concept called I think it's called Arrival, with like Sandra Bullock. Maybe I don't know. There's there's this this um, movie about like an aliens coming to Earth, and like trying to communicate with them. And how I think she's like the best linguist in the world, or something. And how it's like imagine you, you. We rarely think about like the intricacies of the human language. Every word we say has some sort of history, right? Like etymology, I think, is the study of like the history of words. And basically, every single word is so complex and so varied and nuanced in every language. Again, there are hundreds, of, hundreds of languages, and that's accounting for the fact that aliens will even be anything like us will have evolved in the same way which is almost Im impossible like to like that 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 um possibility is basically impossible for them to be exactly like us oh absolutely not um and and we expect to be able to 
communicate in any meaningful way is kind of astounding. We have um, no way of knowing what language they have. If they have a language. Ha- if they have if, a language. If they even communicate with, with, again, with we communicate with like vibrations, right? Like sound is just air vibrating. That's yeah. how we communicate. They could communicate with some sort of light. Telepathy, like telepathy, telepathy, like smells, 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 any yeah. like sense, anything. Also, did you know there's a history of history? There's a history of his- of what do you mean? <clears throat> history itself. What do you mean history itself? I know history. History. Are you talking about like in terms of like prehistory and it's history? Called, like histiology or something. There's. A, I learned it today, and I learned about all the different types of history. All the different, like all the different, the histories. Oh, of like certain things. The histories of studying history. The histories of studying history. Oh my god, that's. It was a lot. Lord. But we did it. <laughs> Where did you learn that? What? It was my. What Research and writing. So how to research, research history and how to write it afterwards. Uh, I mean, sure. You it's know a what, great class. You know what? You know what they say. Have it. Please tell me they've they've told you. I mean, you've, I mean, you you probably know this already. It's. I learned about Marxist history. If that's what you're talking. The, about. No, I was gonna say the general rule about history is that history is written by the winners, right? Losers don't write history, so it automatically gives all of history kind of like you know. Oop perspective <laughs> someone on the outside could look at my classroom and think very differently of what in terms of what if we're winners or losers if you're winners or losers <laughs> oh my God. no uh, offense but no offense to your classmates no but, no offense to them but someone could look in there and be like oh mm. but that's their opinion that is their opinion well when you know i think it'd be cool if there was intelligent life but again it would I feel like it'd be so it'd be so far removed from, from us. And there actually is a really cool video about why there's probably not... Because, again, the, the universe has existed for like 3 billion years, right? That's a pretty long time. And yet, there aren't massive... Even in our galaxy, there aren't any sorts of massive, like, I don't know, constructs we can detect. There aren't spaceships flying by us. We can't... We, we were able to see fairly far out into space and even detect stuff pretty far out. But we're not getting anything. There's yeah. nothing. So what does that mean? Does, does that mean life never develops? Or does that mean it develops and then inevitably destroys itself? So completely that we can't find anything. We probably won't ever know. We probably won't ever know. But I like to think that... I don't even know. that may, I, All of humanity one day is going to be like, you know what? Let's stop fighting. <laughs> that's, that's, stop? A, that's a pipe dream in itself. But. Do you think we would ever stop wanting to progress? Ever want As a stop society, wanting power? I mean, there are some people. Oh, mm, s- no, <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think so because you know I've it's human nature, really. I've been, it's the nature of life, quite frankly. It's like the nature of life is to survive like the best you can and then like reproduce and pass that survivability off on your offspring so it's in the nature of life itself to be like not necessarily aggressive but to want to live more than other things that's that's the important part yeah you want to live more than other th- otherwise there would be we would be still like single cell 
things for photosynthesizing because the not necessarily the again I say want like it's a conscious thing animals are driven by instinct and even smaller like you know single single cellular things can be like predatory right they can eat other things so they're driven by the will to want to to live basically and so, to live you have to progress and and yeah that's I mean yeah evolution is progression live so the way of the sharks you just gotta keep swimming to stay alive and that's going forward there you go there you oh go oh my gosh you know they say what they, they say humans are on top of the food chain but it's like absolutely not sh- a bear shark. could eat me okay yeah they could eat you but you could also outsmart a bear but but I guess like that's true i do have thumbs sharks alligators and like horseshoe crabs have been like unchanged for hundreds of millions of years like especially i think horseshoe crabs are probably the oldest example like they have not changed like 500 million, 500 million years. They found their niche so perfectly. They've never needed to change. And alligators and croc, uh, alligators and um, I guess alligator, whatever that family is. I don't know. And sharks. Yeah. Sharks are sharks are so sharks are older than trees. That's fucking crazy to think about. But sharks are older than trees. Sharks are older than trees. Wow. Yeah, because life. I mean, life started in the ocean. The first shark was before the first tree. Big brain, big crazy. brain over here. <laughs> it's just the I didn't say I was a bio minor, but I'm a bio minor, which is weird for an English major, but eh. you know, it is what it is. But biology is cool, especially evolution. I guess especially since aliens. we're like on the topic of theories, that's basically our main topic here. Sure. Because to be bone. honest, tarot cards a theory. Theory. Crystals a theory. Theory. Yeah. But hear me out. What if all religions? But I guess that could, this kind of like, okay, this kind Say of it. disregards what you're saying earlier, <laughs> but I was in class today. We were reading the Bhav God Gita. Bhav Gita? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great book. It's, it's basically book. I have it. it's my... a stories of how to live life. It's moral, whatever. Um, every, most pieces of old literature are how to how to live yeah. how to live be a better person old testament old testament yeah the bible in itself mm-hmm. but what i was thinking and i was like okay hinduism very similar to christianity yeah a lot of beliefs cross over yeah. like all of the like the main beliefs cross over so i was like okay what if we're all just like worshiping the same greater power that's, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, people have thought about that, and actually people very old have thought about that, because I was reading, God, um, very boring book. Um, boring in the sense that it's not, boring in the sense that it's not exciting, but it's thoroughly interesting, and I did not bring it, and I did not finish it, but I believe it's by Aristotle, who, um, something, 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 Aristotle, I think. I can't remember the name of the book, but he said the way, I, I remember quote very vividly he said the way to find truth is by lining up old beliefs with new beliefs and seeing literally seeing what overlaps he was like that's how we find truth as human beings is by lining up beliefs and finding what overlaps because like 99 percent i mean there are so many religions in the world there's I, the biggest ones are probably catholicism and then a, like Catholicism and Christianity are kind of separate, but not really. But I'm just going to separate them for the sake of the argument. Catholicism, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism, and Buddhism 
are probably the largest. And then maybe you could fit Taoism in there, but I don't know very much about Taoism. Those are yeah. probably the the largest um, the in people that people know about. M- uh, much of their core beliefs intersect in a very with um, like perfect way. You know, it's very much you know love your neighbor, do unto others. Um, I mean, even I mean, friggin' Christianity, Judaism, and Islam are all they worship the same God. Yeah, it's, I was it's, like, that's the Holy Trinity right there. It's the same guy. <laughs> the I was like, religions. that's that's it. Oh, yeah. that, I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of funny. But yeah, it's which makes it's funny because when you when people, I remember learning that they all worship the same God in like. Then why do we hate young. each other? Yeah, right? it makes it makes fighting even more ludicrous. I mean, there are reasons, legitimate reasons and illegitimate reasons, to be fighting anyone, but it is a little ridiculous when you think about that these three religions all like you just hate them because they have a different religion and it said somewhere in the bible that you have to fear other religions babe you worship the same god it's the same bible it's the same god yeah it's it well it's not the same bible they're different isn't the old testament like the part of the torah yes yes but but (laughs) but islam has a completely different book um but it is the same god it is the same god but there are different rules and that's where again people people get bogged down in details is is probably the moral of really fighting in general is people get bogged down in the details there are details in the like frankly the old testament that are not especially put in a we, we talked about this earlier put in a modern light are not very nice and yeah. like enjoyable or even like what we would consider morally correct like we would be like no you shouldn't do that there's a there's a line in the old testament that goes um if like if a slave disobey disobeys you um you may beat him but if you kill him then that's a sin Mm. if you kill him it's a sin but everything else is perfectly fine again you got to remember these are thousands books written thousands. take it with a grain of salt take it with a grain of salt but again the the core beliefs overlap in a very very wonderful way where most religions do not emphasize fighting amongst other people or cheating or lying or stealing they incentivize cooperation and love and tolerance and without rules there'd be anarchy without rules there would be anarchy um but people get people do get bogged down in the details and they're like that's not the exact way you should worship or that's not the exact thing you should do instead of focusing on what you should do yeah people get really really bogged down in there and even you know even the the not i guess we're gonna say big three that's kind of the holy trinity the the, 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 (laughs) yes yes the christianity the the islam and the um judaism the islam even the islam (laughs) um even even like more eastern religions like hinduism and buddhism emphasize like love and life the the, honestly the the um hindus probably do it more than than the catholics do i mean that's why a lot of them are um vegetarian um or at least won't eat um pork do you know do you know why i i found this out recently do you know why um pork is considered halal or um in in both judaism and um islam why why? is pig sacred it's not necessarily sacred actually it is the fact that 
again, and this is this is really interesting, um, and it, again, it has to do with peace and like um, mercy. Right. Is that when you um, kill like a uh, a chicken? Because a lot of a lot of Hindus will will eat chicken, uh, but they won't eat like cow or pig, um, or even I believe I believe sheep too. I believe. I don't know. I don't want to speak out of turn. But anyway, pigs, when you go to kill them, they've got a, um, a very long like artery here and a long... I'm, they can't see what I'm doing. The podcast people can't see what I'm doing. But basically, y'all I know how a pig is... I can see you. The, yeah, <laughs> they, don't know what I'm, they don't know what I'm saying. Is a, a pig, pigs have, um, I believe, a very long vein kind of under their chin, running down their underside. And a, um, I believe, an artery running basically along the top of them. So when you kill a pig, it's quite difficult to do it in a quick, easy, merciless way, because if you cut their throat, they'll struggle a lot, and it's really hard to cut the um, other vein on the top side to give them a quick, painless death where they like bleed out instantly. Now with chickens, it's really easy. Can you just cut their whole head off? Mm. And I, be- I believe with sheep, I'm not sure. I believe sheep, the, those two, those two veins, are um, connected. They're right next to each other, like in humans. Like if you were to cut a human's throat, they die pretty quickly. Um, but with a pig, you can't really do that. So you got to kill them in kind of a brutal way. Obviously, with modern technology, they just like put a rod through their head and they die instantly. But a thousand years ago, they didn't have that, so you had to take a knife and like kind of slice the pig a bunch, and the pig will be struggling and suffering. That's why they don't eat pork is because it causes undue suffering to the pig. Is that why they also don't eat cow? Cow, yeah, cows I believe are the same way. Yeah. They don't eat cow. That's why, yeah. No cow. Hindus don't eat cow. I believe, I believe, um, I believe Muslims do eat beef. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not totally familiar with the halal laws and the and the, the, the kosher laws, that's what it's called in um, Judaism, kosher. Proper way to prepare things. But yeah, that's that's why they do it. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, Whole tangent. We started talking about astrology. We did circle back to religion, though. Hey. We went to aliens. We did a full 360 and turnaround. The, you know, Pope Francis says, if aliens came to Earth, I think, I'm, I'm not sure if this is a meme. This might just be a complete meme that I saw. But I, I did see that Pope Francis said that if aliens come to Earth, uh, they can get baptized. So oh. good for them. Any aliens that want to come to Earth, they will be um, accepted into the church. Which I is... love how accepting Pope Francis is. Pope Francis is, is a great man. He's a, he's a cool guy. And he's very, he's very humble, too. He's, a lot of older popes you'll see are kind of adorned in all this glitz and glamour. He's just a very simple guy. He's got his. He's got a wooden cross, and that's. I haven't heard about anything he's done in a long time. But, does he believe in vaccines? Oh, I'm sure he does. He should probably say it though, right? He should probably be like, "Hey guys, go get vaccinated." Hey guys, guess what? You can get paid. To you, can get, get, <laughs> you can get paid to get vaccinated. You can get paid to get vaccinated. Those who are not vaccinated will not enter the kingdom of heaven. That'd be funny. Huh? I mean, that would cause an absolute uproar for many reasons, but it would be hilarious if he said that for if, whatever reason. If he said that unvaccinated people are not do entered not, into heaven. Do not get into heaven. Like, is it, was it who? Like, St. Saint, Peter who's at the gate? Supposedly, yeah. St. Peter's at the gates of heaven. Yeah, St. Peter's like, dude. Show me the card. 
Show me the card. Show me the vaccine card. Or else. Is it laminated? You can't laminate it. You can't laminate it? Apparently since it's a government document. But you can put it in um, a sleeve at Office Depot. That is some bull. <laughs> that's a lie made up by Office Depot to sell more sleeves. Um, See, what I want is you know how there was a scar with the smallpox vaccine? Yes. I wanted one of those. So you it's easier. It's easier to be like, look, look what I have. Oh my, like physical proof. Yeah. That'd be, I mean, it'd Instead be. Instead of a card, because you can lose a card, you can't lose a scar. That's true. But people, I mean, if they, if they, well, to be fair, they've got the, um, the microchip in, in you now. Yeah, but so. I could have the outline of the microchip. I don't even have that. Have the like where where are the evidence? It's like I don't even have it at all. <gasps> conspiracy. Yeah, you have to. Wait, what's a, what's a conspiracy? You don't. It's just you an empty it vial. <laughs> it's just an empty. It's not actually a vaccine. That'd be that'd be really funny. It's a placebo effect. Oh God. We're just Please, causing more and more uproar. I hope everyone who's listening to this knows we're being 100% satirical. Please get vaccinated. This is facetious. Um, um, it is very facetious. I could talk another hour about how stupid people are that don't get them vaccinated. <laughs> and I will say that if you're not getting vaccinated for illegitimate reasons, that being you have an allergy to something in the shot, um, if you don't, then you're stupid and get a vaccine and get vaccinated. Can you believe that like nursing majors aren't? It's get, just, I. Mm, do they pay mm, attention in the classes they take? Apparently I not. Swear, I swear they don't. Like everyone They're, took microbiology. Everyone did. To. You had to to the nursing majors know more about again they sh- they should and I'm sure ninety percent of them do know more about the human body than me I know basic biology yeah I basically know how the vaccine works yeah they should know better than me how it works and that it does work and that it doesn't I don't know what I don't even know what they're saying make you praise Satan grow you a third arm actually a third arm would be really useful never mind um no. uh. Imagine no. Imagine how easy life would be with third arm. If they if they were like this, shall give you a third arm. I'd be like, F- it. Sure, why not? Heck yeah. But give me the shot. It's it's ludicrous that nursing majors of all people. And again, Georgia College is a nurse primarily, like a nursing school. Like there's a huge nursing um, program. Yeah, program and uh, the most popular major is nursing by by like a long shot. Um, but yeah, they there's a decent chunk of nursing majors who refuse to get the vaccine because they're idiots who aren't paying attention in class, I guess. They said that it would make them infertile. Why does everyone think that? That's always the I, I, I was about I to say that's always the excuse. I think they're just discriminatory against um, foster kids. There you go. There you go. But it's not. <laughs> I'm like you hate. Oh, so you're so you're saying you wouldn't be infertile and adopt someone? Are you saying you wouldn't adopt a child? What the is wrong with you? That's good. Spinning around on them. Hmm. But there's there's no there's no evidence for for infertility. They just say that because that's like there is evidence of um, people becoming temporarily infertile with after COVID. After you get COVID. After COVID, there's one of the long term effects is temporarily being infertile. There's a, a. friggin' laundry list of COVID effects um, that you can get. And I remember they pulled, I can't remember if it was the um, Johnson & Johnson vaccine because like two people developed blood clots um, out of literally hundreds of thousands, like less than a percent of a percent. And 
they, they pulled it because people were, you know, freaking out. Um, but the thing is, if you got, if you get COVID, there's like a, like a, maybe a, like a low, but there's like a 5% chance that you'll develop plug, blood clots while you have it. And that, it's so, it's so, it's honestly so weird the, the amount of side you think effects about, it has. If you think about it, it could be because you have to be, I mean, stationary with an illness. Oh, you could yeah, get just lying in bed. Illness with, I mean, you can, illness. You can get illness well, with you illness. You can get illness. No, you can get a blood clot with any illness because you're lethargic. Mm. You have to lay down. And when you're stationary, that's when you get blood clots. That's very true, yeah. And have you, have you like, not, not literally seen, but have you heard of, like, the way people die of COVID is basically suffocating to death. Yeah. It's really brutal. It's, like, not a noble death at all. You just, they, you literally can't get enough air. You stop breathing. And then you die, which is honestly horrific that's how that's how people died on you know let's full circle back to religion that's actually how people died of a crucifixion is they wouldn't um the blood loss wouldn't get to them first it would be suffocation because while you're like hanging suspended poor jesus it's kind of poor jesus it's (laughs) it's kind of it's hard to because i'm sure like 90 percent of people have not had that experience of having your arm stretched out, like leaning over, but you can't, it takes strength to like draw in breath. You need muscles to draw that in. And it's much harder when you're in that position. So eventually you just lose strength in those muscles and you can't breathe. And so you're just gasping for breath and then you eventually suffocate and die. So if you die from COVID, you're not a martyr, trust me, you're an idiot. But, well, and like, okay, you're an idiot if you're unvaccinated. Not if you die from COVID. If you <laughs> did not do anything to help yourself, I have no sympathy for you. Yeah, I have very little sympathy either. There's a lot of people um, who have COVID and don't go to the hospital because they choose not to. Because they're like, the doctors are going to kill me. The doctors are going to kill you. Yeah. I saw, I saw, speaking of doctors, I saw a funny, funny little post. Not really funny, but, you know, funny in some Ironic. Way. Ironically funny. Where the, um... This nurse is uh, treating an unvaccinated man, and she was hooking up an IV to him, and she said, well, why didn't you get vaccinated? Like, you have COVID now. Like, you, this could have been prevented. And he says, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's in the vaccine, which we do know what's in the vaccine. I'm pretty sure you can literally look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes- Google is free. Google is free. And she said, you didn't ask what I just hooked you up to, like, what's in the IV? You didn't ask that, or like any any amount of shots you get for any other illness, any antibiotics you take for any disease. What's in Tylenol? That can make you infertile, Betty. See, the thing, the funny thing is, even if you told these people what was in it, they wouldn't really understand. I wouldn't understand. They, someone would list off a bunch of chemicals I could barely pronounce, and I'd be like, sure. Yeah, sure. If it makes me better, sure, why not? You know, they're they're eating horse paste. The unvaccinated people, have you heard that? No. Yeah, they're they're literally so adamant about not getting this vaccine that they are eating this medicine for horses that is meant ketamine? to Ketamine? Not ketamine. No, not ketamine. Close. But this probably, <laughs> I don't know. But this this Close but no cigar. This medicine that's supposed to again, it's meant for horses. It's not meant for humans. And and for some reason on some it's spreading on Facebook that it will help you or whatever but in reality it causes massive liver damage because it's meant to be consumed by like a one-ton animal 
and not a 150-pound redneck mm-hmm. in the middle of the swamp. Um, and so people are eating horse paste because they don't trust doctors. Well, what's the horse paste going to do? Uh, dude, don't ask me. I don't, I don't get this people's <laughs> twisted logic. Are you kidding me? I don't. Again, it's so incomprehensible and ludicrous. It's just is is baffling in, yeah. in the in the digital age. I wonder, you know, a lot of the time I think of if you brought someone from like the the past, like let's say let's say ancient Greece. If you brought back if you brought back Aristotle, right, and he'd be like, oh my god, you guys have access to literally all the knowledge, literally all the knowledge of humanity. It's kind of crazy to think about, but we we as people, thanks thanks to the internet and I guess books, but really thanks to the internet, have literally limitless knowledge at our fingertips. And I feel like he'd say in you know some form of ancient Greek that I wouldn't be able to understand, but I would understand because it's a hypothetical scenario. So like, oh my God, you guys must be so intelligent. Everyone must be so smart and so educated. And would be like, you would think. You would think, but no, not really. No, in fact, the internet more often than not is used to spread misinformation rather than yeah. actual helpful information. But so is the way of humanity. And on that note, unfortunately, we are out of time. Oh, right but I would time. love to have you back on. There's so much. That would be wonderful. NPR that we I'm, could just I'm continue. Re- I'm really glad we went from crystals to aliens to religion to vaccines, incorporated with a little religion, and then time travel with Aristotle. Yep. I'm glad we. I'm glad that happened. Yeah. That was great. We love. We loved it. It was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can listen to this anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, I'm just so excited for m- my first ever podcast episode that I'm just going to upload it right away. Um, this was supposed to go out September 1st. That is Jude's birthday. So if you're going to wish him happy birthday, do it on Wednesday, September 1st. Um, but... Yes, also catch me on my radio show on WGUR 93.5. Um, I do it with Claire Reinhardt. It's all about it, and it's everything and anything, alternative rock music, indie, folk, you name it. We discuss artists, and we have a really good time with some good tunes. Um, thanks again for listening. Bye.